Today's episode of the Cloudcast is sponsored by Datadog. Bring speed and scale to your security organization. Datadog Cloud Security Platform delivers real-time threat detection and continuous configuration audits across applications, hosts, containers, and cloud infrastructure. Built on top of the observability platform, Datadog brings unprecedented integration between security and DevOps aligned to shared organizational goals. As a listener to the Cloudcast, you can sign up for a free two-week trial to see for yourself how Datadog can elevate your cloud infrastructure security posture by visiting datadog.com security cloudcast. Sign up now and receive a free Datadog t-shirt. That's datadog.com slash security cloudcast. Cloudcast Media presents from the massive studios in Raleigh, North Carolina. This is the Cloudcast with Aaron Delb and Brian Gracely, bringing you the best of cloud computing from around the world. Good morning, good evening, wherever you are. Welcome back to the Cloudcast. We are coming to you live from the massive Cloudcast studios here in Raleigh, North Carolina. Hope everybody is doing well. It is uh, kind of getting to be in the middle of July 2022 and uh, kind of got a lot on my mind. This is a another Sunday show, a Sunday perspective show. And I feel like, you know, I've done some Sunday perspective show lately. Um, I don't know if they've been necessarily the best ones, although I have gotten some some very nice feedback from people. Um, you know, they. Uh, I think some people have some appreciation of just uh, maybe me sharing some some lessons learned and some things having been around the industry for a while. So uh, again, it's it's good to be back doing them. And I, you know, I, I said on one of the earlier shows we were doing a show with Aaron and and Brandon, the mid year show. Uh, they asked if I was going to keep doing these things, and I I do really enjoy doing them. I said the one challenge is sometimes you run out of ideas, and uh, you know, there's just not something that's that's immediately coming to mind uh, week to week. Um, that was part of the reason that. We you know we moved the the format from every Saturday or every sorry every Sunday to to doing it. It was also like we said we had a, a huge backlog of shows that we wanted to do. Um, this week's a little bit different. I actually have quite a few things that have uh, are, are on my mind and and kind of intersect. I I think I found when I do these Sunday shows the ones where there's there's always two or three things that are intersecting um, tend to be the most interesting because they they tend to bounce a couple of different ideas uh, into each other, um, sort of like. Uh, when a rock hits uh, a calm pond or something like that, you kind of get these ripples, and the ripples are interesting to watch. Um, you know the the direction that they move and and the way they intersect with each other. And so yeah, so I got a, a few things in my mind. Uh, I'm in a, I'm in a very good mood. Uh, my my father had his 80th birthday, uh, so that's a a huge milestone. Um, so happy birthday to him. Uh, my oldest daughter is back from having she's been gone almost a month now. Uh, she's been volunteering uh, at, a, at a summer camp. So it's good to have her back. Um, uh, she's, yeah, she's getting in an age where she's she's gone quite a bit. So it's good to have her back. And and even though it is blisteringly hot here in North Carolina today, I am spending the day outside cooking um, because uh, she's going to be gone again, and it's a chance to to do um, just a good home cooked meal with the family. So that's that's been a good good day. Um, what I want to talk about today, and I'll I'll dive into it obviously more after the break. But um, you know, a couple of these these intersect things. Um, I had planned to do a show kind of about this feeling I have when I think about our industry and I think about uh, my affection for having played sports a lot uh, in the past. And I know different people have different opinions of, of sports in the tech industry and some some love them and some hate it and so on and so forth. But uh, I'm going to dig into that a little bit. Uh, but also this intersection, uh, somebody had reached out to me and they said, you know, it would be interesting for you to do a show that looks at kind of the interaction that we have the competitive nature that we have of different people who who work on industry and somehow sometimes um, maybe they work on the vendor side of things or they work for different companies and their companies are competitive 
And and they said, you know, it'd be interesting to kind of get your perspective having, you know, worked in different places, you know, how you think about the competitive nature of, of stuff. And I thought, well, okay, you know, here I have these these two sort of different sides of the same thing, which is, you know, kind of competitiveness in our industry and 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 where you fit into the picture and where your company fits into the picture and where your alignment with technology fits into the picture and and things like, you know, just your age and and where you are and your competitiveness. And and so I saw that thought, you know, if I if I kind of put those things together, that might be a very, very interesting um you know, kind of area to explore. I don't know if there'll be there'll be one answer that comes out at the end of this thing, but it's an interesting area to explore because I think uh, for anybody who has been around this industry for a little while, um, you've you've at some point been in some competitive situation, um, and if you're newer to the industry, uh, you're you're probably sort of looking at it and trying to figure out a lot of different things and why different companies do what they do. So, uh, we're going to look at sort of the, the competitive nature of our industry, um, not any specific two companies, but kind of you know how competition and uh, those types of things uh, impact people. So we're going to do that right after the break. Today's show is sponsored by Lightstep Incident Response. Built on the ServiceNow platform used by over 6,000 companies worldwide, Lightstep Incident Response allows you to scale your incident response team without adding to your monthly bill. With intelligent on-call scheduling and escalations, you get the full context of your service health. Lightstep Incident Response immediately pinpoints issues and uses machine learning to send group text, reducing your time to respond. And you can seamlessly orchestrate alert and incident triage with on-call scheduling across Slack, Teams, Zoom, desktop, and mobile. So get started today with a free 30-day trial of LightStep Incident Response by visiting lightstep.com slash cloudcast. That's lightstep.com slash cloudcast. And get a free t-shirt after your first alert or incident. And we're back. And as I mentioned at the top of the show, we're going to kind of look at a couple of different angles and aspects of the competitive nature of, of what we do in our industry both from a you know an individual's perspective, um, you know sometimes their relationship to competition, uh, whether they like it or not, and and you know kind of how maybe to think about competition because you know whether you enjoy it or not, it does have an impact on you know what you work on and and what your career looks like and maybe the choices that you make and, and all those sort of things. So uh, I'm going to kind of start with a kind of a couple of the broad brushstrokes uh, of things that I that it kind of led me to thinking about this topic. Um, the first one was, you know, when I was growing up, um, you know, the, 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 the sort of the world that I lived in was very much, um, you know, it was, it was kids and we were outside and we played sports and, you know, I'm, I'm old enough to remember a time when computers were not sort of an everyday thing. Uh, in fact, you know, I think I was maybe 12 or 14 before my family had their first computer and it, they really weren't a big deal until I started working. So that, that'll age me and date me a little bit, but you know, I grew up playing sports and I grew up playing fairly competitive sports and, and, you know, different sports at different levels and so forth. And one of the reasons I recall getting into the technology industry, um, because my background was, was more business and finance and so forth, uh, as opposed to technology was I was, incredibly intrigued at the time and again uh, you know dating myself but the the industry seemed very competitive and it seemed like uh you know things changed a lot and there were sort of interesting personalities and you know there tended to be winners and losers although we'll get into what winners and losers means down the road um and so for somebody who had played sports for a long time and sports had been a big part of my life you know, kind of the competitive nature of technology was was very, very intriguing to me, and maybe more so than than other industries that I had looked at, whether it was finance or something else. And so, 
But what was always interesting to me is, you know, if you if you have played sports at any level, again, it, it, it could be a hobby, it could be whatever. It did always give you something to talk about with with a lot of the people in your industry, right? There was kind of commonality. Maybe you'd, you'd done those things. But what was always really weird to me and what I've always struggled with, um, even though I think people would would tend to say that our industry is is incredibly competitive, was that the nature of of sports uh, and the nature of having played on a team and so forth is usually at the end of a season, which, you know, seasons are different for different sports and in, in, in different parts of the world and so forth. But at the end of a season, um, you know, you, you kind of took stock of how things went. Uh, you looked at your record, you looked at individuals and, and the team and, uh, you know, all those sort of things. And, and then the season was done. And so whether you had done extremely well or extremely poorly or somewhere in between, that season was done. And there was sort of a break and and you had the opportunity to sort of stop and reassess and make changes as needed. And, you know, from one season to the next, you know, and, and, and for those of you that, that do follow sports, yes, there are teams that seem to be cursed and there are teams that seem to win championships all the time. But but the reality is in any given season, um, you know, the, the team and the players are unique, uh, you know, they could be a certain age, they could be of a certain skill set, they could be, you know, injured or not injured, uh, they could have a certain coach. I mean, there's all sorts of variables that go into any given team and any given season, not to mention who they're playing against and the makeup of who they're playing against and all sorts of things, you know, the, the schedule, the, the order of the schedule, the the weather and, and all sorts of things. But at the end of that season, the season was done. And and when the next season rolls around or the next time that that the competition rolls around, it essentially starts over. It starts from scratch. Uh, and, and what I mean by that is the people that are on the team could be completely different. Um, their ages could be different. Uh, the, you know, things could have changed the team for various reasons, you know, salary or uh, somebody got traded or somebody got injured or, you know, somebody better moved up into a position or, or the new coach or whatever it might be. And so there was always a sense of sort of rejuvenation that happens uh, or, or does still happen in in sports because you do have these distinct sort of stops and starts. Uh, you know, season starts, season stops, and then it resets and it moves forward. And what's always been weird to me is there's so much in our industry that, that tends to sort of compare you know, technology to the, the competitiveness of sports, right? There's, there's winners and losers, and we try and have kind of score boards, if you will. Um, you know, in some cases, scoreboards could be how much money some company makes or how many people they hire or, uh, you know, how much funding they take or whatever it might be, a number of GitHub stars. There's all sorts of metrics that go with it. But the one thing that, that really doesn't happen is there are no restarts. Um, you know, there, there are starts and there are, there are distinct ends but they're not in any way coordinated. They're not timed, right? So a company could start up and they could be tremendously successful and they could run indefinitely, you know, Microsoft or Oracle or, you know, maybe AWS, who knows, right? Um, there are distinctly companies who start and due to failure, they end or due to acquisition, they end. But there's no time of the year when those things happen. And so it's really weird from a competitive perspective to sort of think about this sort of infinite competition in which you never really kind of get to reset. You, you, you tweak, you change, but, but the game never really sort of stops and pauses and, and, and does those sort of things. And so, you know, it's always been for me kind of a weird um, thing to compare it to because 
you know, a lot of times, especially even in technology, as we start describe technology to new people, you know, we we use analogies that might not be technology to kind of put it into context for people. Um, you know, and, and so again, m- maybe what I need to do is is think about you know the competition of our industry as something other than sport, um, because like I said. It doesn't have a concept of seasons. It doesn't have a concept of resetting. There's no trading of players. Yes, people leave a company and go somewhere else. But when somebody leaves a company, it tends to leave a void at the the first company. And the second company tends to be better off because that person is there um, and so forth. And I, and I guess those are sort of like trades because somebody might backfill a job or something. Now, the other interesting aspect of, of competition, and that's, you know, I was looking at that from, from kind of a seasonality perspective, was... Somebody asked me and they said, hey, you know, when you, when you do one of these uh, Sunday Perspective show, could you, could you maybe give some perspective, uh, some thoughts, having, you know, worked at a number of companies and, um, you know, I've, I've worked at large companies. So I've worked at places like Cisco and NetApp and Red Hat and um, I'm trying to think of some other places that were large, uh, but I've also worked at some tiny places. Um, I worked at VirtuStream and the company I work for now, Solo, is a, you know, smaller starting growing company and and some companies in between. I worked for Linksys, which was kind of an in-between company and, um, and, and what's interesting is, you know, in our industry, we tend to, at least at a company level to hopefully, you know, the, the focus of what you do is to, to try and, you know, create something, build something, service something, um, that, that your customers of the market recognizes as valuable and you're able to do it in a way that, you know, is profitable and, and people can make money and, and sustain themselves and all those sort of things. But we also have a tendency, uh, you know, if you, if you work for a vendor, for example, or you work for some kind of company that makes something that's then going to go try and sell something, you know, you you tend to go to market and the customers that you work with, the clients that you work with typically go, well, I, I probably am never going to buy anything in which there's only one company that does that. And so there's these natural competitive natures that happen in which, you know, there's oftentimes many companies, multiple companies, maybe it's only two, but maybe it's four or five or six in in some segment of the industry that are all competing against each other. And what was interesting in in this this comment or this question that, that this person asked me was, you know, they said, can you can you kind of separate the competitive nature that the two companies have uh, that maybe compete in the same space and and maybe your individual feelings that you have about the people that work at the other company. And what they basically said was they said, hey look, um, you know, when I worked at company X uh, we made a technology and there was another company, Y, that we competed against. And he said, you know, when we were there, the, the kind of co- kind of corporate mantra was what we're doing is right. What we're doing is the best because um, that's what companies do. They tend to sort of want to position themselves as the best and that the people they compete against, most of what they do is bad, even though it might be in the same domain. He said, but what was interesting was we took that a step further and we, in our mind, portrayed the idea that those people that worked at that other company were bad. And he said, what's been a really interesting learning lesson, uh, because he had, he had left this company, uh, not too long ago, maybe, maybe a few years ago. And he said, you know, when, when I used to go to events and I used to go to trade shows and stuff, um, we would avoid those people or we would, you know, we wouldn't necessarily think to engage with them, you know, even if sometimes maybe they were working in the same, open source community or whatever, there was always a certain amount of, of sort of natural competition. And he said, what's been really interesting to him is as, you know, things have evolved over the last few years and he's not necessarily in this, this direct competition anymore. 
you know, how much he realizes as he talks to those people or people that worked for that company or people that were sort of, you know, adjacent to that area, how much he realizes that, that they're really just kind of, kind of doing the same thing. You know, they're, they're very much the same, same sort of people. And he, and he, you know, kind of was saying, you know, I'm not totally sure anymore why, why we let ourselves take the, the competitive nature of it beyond the company level, um, or even sometimes the te- the technology level to the personal level. He said, you know, that looking back on it in, in hindsight, um, you know, it's one of those sort of lessons learned, like, you know, what were we doing? And I think it's an interesting lesson because, um, you know, in, the, in our industry, again, whether you work for, say, like a technology vendor or maybe you're in the automotive industry. So, I, you know, I grew up in Detroit, Michigan, where everybody and, and their families somehow were associated with one of the, the big three car companies at the time, uh, General Motors, Ford or Chrysler. And, you know, there was some animosity between one or the other. Um, and people didn't necessarily jump from one to the other as much as they do, like in the technology industry. And I, I'm sure there's a certain amount, I know in the banking industry and financial services industry, you know, I see people bounce around all the time. They're at JP Morgan and then they're at Morgan Chase, you know, Morgan Stanley, and then they're at Bank of America and somewhere else and um, you know, Wells Fargo or wherever it might be. And so, you know, I, I think you kind of have to think about your career at various stages in time, um, you know, there's there's going to be a time when you're you're in a job, and the competitive nature of that job is 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 going to create a natural competitor. And I and I say competitor maybe more than enemy because I think enemy sometimes you know we, we find times in leadership when when they go hey we, we, you know we we do best when we have an enemy we all have a common enemy in our company, and and I think it's fine to say hey we have a common competitor right we have somebody else in the market who's trying to service the same place that we do. Um, you know, we're trying to go after the same customers. We're trying to stir out, solve the same thing. But I think, you know, if I was, you know, as a, somebody who's been around the industry for a little while, I would say to be very careful with, with that sort of mindset. And I've, and I've been on the other side of that mindset as well. Um, you know, I, I've told people before I, I've taken jobs before and, uh, you know, due to, due to various circumstances before that job, um, you know, I went into the job with, with distinctly, not only looking at another company as my competition, but but distinct individuals as as people that I was like, I, you know, I, I want to beat that person for for various reasons and I won't go into the details. But, you know, I, I think you gotta be a little bit careful of that, but because we what we've seen, and I've seen this over, you know, a number of years in the industry, is early on there were people who stayed at companies for for a very long time. Um, you know, it was kind of the the model that I grew up with, my parents grew up with, you know, you, you, you worked for a company, you started sort of at the bottom and you, you evolved over time and, you know, the company invested in you, you had opportunities to grow with it. Um, you return the loyalty back to them by staying with them. And that doesn't seem to necessarily happen anymore. And it's been kind of changing over the last 15, 20 years. It, you know, you, you would stay at a company for 10 or 15 or 20 years. You know, when I first started at, at Cisco, there were people who had been there for a very long time. And then maybe one of the next places I had gone, even though it was a bigger company, you know, there are people who are there for 10 or 12 years and they felt like they'd been there for, for a really long time. And, and now, you know, you go somewhere and stay five years and, and, you know, if you're, if you're interviewing somewhere, people are like, wow, you've been there for a really long time. And you think, yeah, I guess five years seems like a long time. Um, maybe it's as long as you're, you're in university or something, but it's not that long. Um, but it's what you realize and where I'm going with this is. You know, if you if you start creating these sort of competitive things in your mind, 
and and sometimes what happens with competitive situations is yeah you you know you're looking to win uh, there's always winners and losers or or people that that do better than others or companies that do better than others but when you start creating situations in which you know they're they're enemies to you it does put you at a distinct disadvantage it puts you at a disadvantage because at some point in your career if, especially if people are moving every 3 4 5 years or whatever their time cycle is you know, unless you're moving out of the industry or you're moving distinctly from one part of the industry to another part of the industry, there's a very good chance that that you're going to end up working with people who, you know, were on the other side of that that competitive barrier in your mind, that competitive situation in your mind. And again, um, you know, oftentimes those those things go away when you when you work together and you realize, oh, okay, you know, we're we're on the same team now, we're on the same side, we're we're working together. But I think the other you know, kind of comment I would make is, you know, you got to be a little careful of that because sometimes you have it in your mind that not only, you know, are those people wearing the the different color jersey than you are, if you will, um, but that they don't know what they're talking about. And and so much of the time when you get into a situation, and, and I don't care if you're, you know, working in technology or working in a restaurant or you're working at whatever, you know, you didn't necessarily establish a lot of the things that that are there. And, you know, you're working at a place where, if they've been there for a while and they've been successful, you know, the things that they chose to do were chosen for a reason. And if they've been around for a while, they've probably been successful for a reason. And, you know, so you got to be a little bit careful in, in associating, you know, past choices with the individual, with the competitive nature. And, and again, you know, as I, as I kind of wrap this up and I, and I think about, you know, kind of the, the, you know, where I'm going with all this is I don't, encourage anybody to say, look, I, I'm not going to sort of learn kind of the competitiveness that goes on in our market because every single one of us deal with it every day, whether it's I'm competing to get the best salary, I'm competing to get the best title, I'm competing to just work with the people that best fit what I want to do and realize that, you know, there's only so many jobs in our industry that that are the best fit for you and they're you know if they're if they're great jobs if they pay really well they're in a fun city you get to work on interesting things you work with fun people whatever it is that motivates you there's typically just going to you know there's going to be a finite number of those um because like with anything uh the things that are in high demand there's a scarcity for them um so you know where i'm going with all this is you know i'm not by any means saying like hey don't be competitive. Um, you know, you, you tend to succeed in this industry by understanding how to be good at what you do. Um, hopefully by making good choices that align to the things that are interesting to you and that best align to your skill set, best align with your ability to get along with the people that you work with or, you know, deliver a, a capability that's in high demand. But at the same time, you know, recognizing the bigger picture of things, you're going to end up working with probably a broader segment of the of the industry, broader set of people, broader set of companies over a longer period of time. And, and if you create these sort of distinct, unbreakable, uh, un, you know, can't be un, undone sort of mindsets of, of competitiveness and you, you, you move from the mindset of competitiveness to people are complete enemies. Um, you know, again, remember that unlike sports, in which there are distinct ends to the season, there are no real ends to the season in technology, right? We we talk all the time about companies who have, you know, technologies that have been in, around forever and technical debt and stuff. 
our seasons don't end in the technology industry. They sort of continue from quarter to quarter and year to year and so forth. So, um, you know, unlike sports where you could go, look, I give up on a team or, hey, we don't like that anymore. We're going to trade somebody or I'm going to, you know, whatever, um, you know, y- you have to kind of remember that, that the tech industry and, and, and business in general kind of just keeps rolling along. And, uh, you know, so if if you're going to be like like most people in our industry, which means you'll change jobs, you'll change managers, you may, you know, take other jobs of people you've worked with before. And, um, you know, the technology that you will work on, uh, I, I guarantee it, no matter how cool you think it is right now, will become old at some point in time, maybe in five or six years, maybe in 10 years, who knows? And a distinctly different viewpoint uh, will probably eventually take over you know, whatever segment of the, of the industry that you're in, or at least a very different segment, different viewpoint will take over, you know, some aspect of disrupting what you're in. And so, you know, you, you want to be conscious that if your goal is to have a long career in this industry and, and hopefully, you know, one in which you have the flexibility to do what you want to do and and work where you want to work and and work with the kind of people or the technologies you want, uh, you got to be a little careful to not be, um, you know, completely hung up on the idea that that everything is competitive all the way from the companies you work with to the people you work with to the technologies you work with. Um, I think you're going to find as you you open your mind a little bit, get to know some people on the other side of the fence, the other side of whatever your competitive nature is, that uh, they're trying to do a lot of the same things. And, you know, there's a lot of opportunities to learn from those people, whether or not you you you, you agree with them or adopt what they're doing. Um, but our industry tends to uh, you know, kind of, kind of go in circles and, and, and rhyme and, and repeat itself and things like that. So anyways, um, yeah, the competitive nature of our industry is, is interesting. Um, it's not like sports. Uh, it can become very personal, uh, probably shouldn't become personal. Um, but if you're thinking bigger picture and you're thinking about, you know, where do I want to be in five years and 10 years? And do I want to stay in this industry for a long period of time? Um, you know, my, my, my one piece of advice would be, you know, step back from time to time and, and recognize, you know, what, what part of competitiveness you're in the middle of, if it's individual or technology or group or company, and, and kind of think about, you know, how much are you emphasizing that versus, you know, something else that might be helping you try and evolve your career and be in the right place five years from now or three years from now or the next job or two jobs from now. So, um, cause I've seen the competitive nature of things, um, you know, create some, some hardships for people. And, uh, and I don't know that they necessarily intend to do it, but sometimes the, the circumstances, uh, create that for them. So anyways, uh, it was a lot, a lot involved with there, a lot, a lot of talk about competition. And, and again, if competition is, is not your thing, um, that's fine. I've seen lots of people who do extremely well and, and don't want to get in the middle of it. It's a little bit like politics. Um, but you know, be, be aware, be aware of, of what your context is. So with that, I'm going to wrap it up, uh, kind of a fun Sunday perspective, at least for me to sort of think through a couple of these things that feel like they intersect each other. And, uh, I'm going to get back to, uh, working on a cook for the family. Uh, so they're home for a couple of days, which makes me happy. Thank you all for listening. Uh, thank you all. I hope you're having a good summer. Hope you're having a good summer vacation. Um, hope things aren't as hot where you are as it is here in North Carolina. Uh, thanks to everybody for telling a friend. Thanks for helping us grow the show. And we will talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to The Cloudcast. Please visit thecloudcast.net to find more shows, show notes, videos, and everything social media.